You're listening to the Coach's Journey Podcast. Exposing the struggles and celebrating the successes in the life of coaches who are action takers and creating authentic impact in today's world. Whether you're just starting out, expanding your reach, or exploding your impact, you're in the right place right now. Stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Now, here are your hosts of the Coach's Journey Podcast. Why don't we get started with Andrea's journey a little bit, if you can tell us a little bit about how you got into coaching and what into it why it's important and then after that we'll go into your path around creating that $45,000 in one month yeah absolutely so I'm going to take you way back to when I was about 20 years old and I was pregnant with my second baby already I got married at 18 and then started having babies right away because I didn't know what in the world I wanted to be. I just knew that I wanted to be a mom. And so I would sit on my couch with my babies and watch Oprah. And on Oprah one day, there was a woman named Cheryl Richardson, and she had a book called Life on Purpose or something like that. And it was the first time I'd ever heard about life coaching. And as I was listening to this, I was like, what's my purpose? Maybe like, maybe that's what I want to be. And so it kind of planted the seed for some, like, I was like someday when I'm like 40 something and I have great life experience, I'm going to help other people be successful. But for right now, I'm going to sit here with my babies on my couch and just like talk with other people about what their ideas for life purpose are. Fast forward several years, I was working in an advertising agency and I had this idea about how we could help clients at a next level. And I was sharing it with my dad and my dad was a business coach. So he was with action coach, business coaching, and he was starting to gain some success in that. He was like rookie coach of the year was the first one in the organization to break a million dollars in sales in one year as a coach and started earning accolades of like a global coach of the year. And I was like, dad, I have this idea for how we can help clients. And he was like, Hey, that idea is kind of like what I do. And he said, you know, why don't you come and do that with me? And so um, I became his marketing manager and then business development director. And then pretty soon I got to the opportunity to become a certified business coach in his organization. And so I was working with my dad for years. And then I decided, well, my real passion is branding and agency work. And so I said, let's start an agency. And so we started an ad agency and built it up to about 30 team members over the course of five years um, and then sold it. And then I was like, what's my next thing? And so I was connected with the, the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and I took their little masterclass. And then I started, you know, I was like, I'm going to be all in. And so I did 10 deals in my first six months as an investor. And then they invited me to be a coach in their organization because they're like, we need a business coach. All these women are starting businesses for the first time. And so, and so they brought me in as a coach. And so then I did that for about a year and a half. And, you know, in that coaching organization, I also had the opportunity to do sales and to, you know, be a recruiter. And so I was able to really develop my skill sets in some different ways, especially working with women entrepreneurs. And so after a while, you know, I just felt this stirring in my heart that this was not it for me, like that working in somebody else's organization, I did $2 million in sales for them while I was working in their organization. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, I know that there's, that I meant for something more and that there's a message inside me that really needs to come out. And I think that doing it in underneath someone else's umbrella was not going to be my long-term thing. I knew that I was supposed to be going and doing this thing on my own. 
And, you know, that causes great dissonance. I don't know if any of our listeners here have ever felt that, like you had kind of a, you know, I was a coach in their organization, but it was kind of like having a day job where I knew that what my paycheck would be and it was comfortable, but there was this like, you know, and I was doing really well and having a lot of fun. And I felt like I was in that zone of excellence even, but not in my zone of genius. And so that's really, for me, what created like a dissonance in me. And I was like, this isn't all there is. And I think that there's a next level for me. And as long as I'm staying comfortable, I'm not going to push, I'm not going to get out. Of, I'm not going to do the thing. And so I just had to have a conversation with them and saying, this is what I'm, this is what I'm thinking. And this is what I have to do. And so they wished me well. And then, you know, a few weeks later, I launched my coaching, my coaching group. And here we are. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, Andrea, first of all, on the courage that you mustered to be able to make the tra- these transitions. As you're talking about it, it, you know, it sounds like, oh my gosh, she's done so many amazing things and has transitioned so many times. Like, surely this was just like an obvious, easy thing for her. But, but I would guess deep down, there was probably a lot of soul searching and questioning of like, do I really do this? Yes, absolutely. And I want to tell you the thing that pushed me over the edge. And I'm so excited that you have a masterclass on Monday because that is what pushed me over the edge is that I saw an ad for a little masterclass on, you know, and it was about like hosting your own workshop. And so I'll share more about what I did with that. But I was just like, okay, being here stuck in my living room, journaling about it is it's not doing it. And so, you know, we can write about our hopes and our dreams and what we really, really want. But until we do something that commits to that change, then it's really easy for us to stay comfortable and stay stuck. And so I'm a big believer in investing in yourself in coaching to be able to push yourself to that next level. And so this works, this, you know, masterclass that I took was like, here's what we're doing. And, and I joined their program and they said, you know, on week five, we're hosting a speakathon, and you, and everybody has to host their own workshop. And I was like, okay, let's do it. I'm just going to do my, I'm going to do it. And I actually joined because of that accountability. Like I needed somebody that was somebody else outside of myself, outside of my living room that was giving me that nudge and holding me accountable to actually launching the thing to actually doing the thing. And so I encourage everybody who's listening to this, like sign up for the the masterclass that's on Monday, because that learning that like is sometimes the kick in the butt that you need is like, just to have that clarity of the first steps that you need to take. And for me, that was really what did it. Awesome. I hear so much integrity in what you're saying, because you did a masterclass, but you also took and we're participating in your own development in your own learning and keeping yourself accountable. And while now I'm sure in your coaching program, like you're holding other people accountable to taking action. So you're very much being, you know, having a lot of integrity in what you're saying and coaching and how you were growing as well. I think that's an incredible example. Yeah, Thank you. That, that's also a very important value for us uh, within the coaching mastery community and within what we do is that, I mean, it's literally part of our system that any coach that joins our program, they need to get feedback on their coaching process. I actually spent some time this week looking at a couple of sessions that I was listening to with one, for one of our coaches that, so part of our contract is that with these organizations we're sending coaches. And one of the challenges has been that like, 
the conversion rate was not as high and some of the coaches, they were like, okay, this is not working out. And my thought process is because I had done five calls for this organization. I had closed three clients and mm-hmm. um, third client was a double the rate that they're offering. And I'm like, it's not adding up. Something is not adding up. And I just asked one of the coaches, just, can you share the recording with me? And I went through the recording. It's not the sales. It's not the offer. It has nothing to do with the rate. There's something off with the coaching. Let's talk mm-hmm. about it. And there was, and this is something that we talk about a lot is that you need feedback. This is like the level of coaching that we're offering. That coach might have not been used to it. And it's still a really good coach, but the way they were approaching it is not going to get the client to have the necessity, the urgency, and the value that they need to make a decision around the 12K program or 24K program. And that comes down to your skill sets. That comes down to how much work you've done, how much coaching you've done in the process, what you've gone through. So we really talk about that a lot is, yes, we're going to talk about the business pieces. We're going to help you move forward. But if you get on a call and you cannot deliver the value, then it doesn't matter what kind of great marketing system you have. You're going to be stuck or sales system that you have. So I do want to hear a little bit more about your journey because I'm interested personally, because I think it's very exciting. So what I at least heard that you had, you were part of another program, which I did. I have a very similar journey as well. Uh-huh. You were part of another program, then you went on your own and that you were doing business coaching. So then after that, you jumped in and you started your own, I'm guessing your group. And mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what kind of coaching do you do now? Are you still doing business coaching? Or are you doing other kinds of coaching? Yes, absolutely. So I teach a workshop called the three secrets to double your income, clarity, confidence, and unlimited referrals. And it's for women entrepreneurs. A lot of my clients are real estate investors, but I don't coach on real estate like at all. What I do is I help people know how to get a steady stream of leads and and step into their personal clarity and confidence so that they become highly referable and also taking that action that it takes. So I mentioned earlier, you know, I got 10 deals in my first six months as an investor. I didn't do any marketing and even had an advertising agency. Like I know how to market. I know how to do all these things, but I didn't have to do any of that. And seven of my first 10 deals came from referrals. And so I coach people on you know, the steps that I took as a business owner, starting something new that was really scary to step into my personal confidence. And so we go through exercises together to overcome limiting beliefs, to, you know, step into the mindset of a successful entrepreneur and develop those affirmations and a clear vision for the future. And then actually practice presenting ourselves with confidence. And then I have scripts and processes that I walk people through that are specifically like how to provide undeniable value to other people so that they also want to send you referrals because you're making connections for them and then they want to make connections for you. And so I have a six week group coaching program right now. And that's what I was, that's what I've been like launching with. And so my offer is $2,000 and I have, you know, a payments option that, that is a a little bit different, but yeah, so it was, you know, I've done 45,000, but it was with a very entry-level offer And so I'm excited because I'm planning my Ascension offer. Like what's next? Because I've got all these people that are three weeks in and it's about time to start talking about what's next. 
Yeah, but it's primarily, so we do some business coaching and I actually walk them through how to improve the profitability in their business with, you know, looking at their lead generation, their conversion rate, average dollar sale, number of transaction and their profit margin. And by the way, referrals is a great strategy to improve all of those numbers. And so we talk about how that works and then how to specifically develop your top 100 list and what to say when you get in front of someone who's meeting with your ideal you know, your ideal clients. So in real estate investing, for example, that would be, you know, people who are meeting with lots of homeowners that can spot someone in a challenging situation and let them know that you can help. I love how super specific you are in all of this. And I know that a challenge for some coaches is to be able to get specific enough to where they're actually attracting people instead of just saying, oh, you know, even with high-performance coaching, which is both part of Faisal in my background, I'm a high-performance coach. I will help you have a great and more satisfying life. Like that yeah. is still super like generic. So how did you, what work and, and experience or practice did you have over the years or what does that look like for you where you were able to get so specific? Yeah. So the coaching program that I went through to be able to like launch my workshop, they encouraged us to have a niche for now. And so Mm -hmm. one of the things that I think holds us up is that we think, well, if I launch and I'm really specific, then I'm locked into that forever. And then what if I don't like working with those people forever? What if I want to, you know, I don't want to limit myself. And so instead of being so specific, then we will say, well, I don't want to limit myself, but, but in reality, people need to be able to know exactly who to, and this is a referral principle too. We say it has to pass the face test, which means when I tell you what I do, you would be able to think of someone specific to refer to my program. You'd be able to go, oh, I could refer them to so-and-so. And so if we're super, super broad and we're like, you want a better life and better health and better relationships and to make more money. And you're like, I don't know, like, who is that versus the concept of like, if you're a woman entrepreneur who, who needs to get more leads in your business, I'm going to teach you a referrals process. And so sometimes our niche can be about, and this kind of goes back to, for me, this was a really comfortable conversation because I had a branding agency where we would walk people through this exercise all the time to get really clear about who's your ideal target audience. What do they care about? What are their points of pain? What keeps them awake at night? And how do you solve that problem in a meaningfully unique way? And a lot of people will niche around a super targeted group of people. So like busy moms, for example, busy moms of toddlers is a very specific group of people or executives earning six figures plus per year or seven figure seven-figure business owners in a certain category, right? So those are specific groups of people. But another way that you can think of to niche is to niche in the area of specific, like where you specifically help. And so for me, like that was why I talk about referrals because that's a super specific way that I help. And obviously my program is also about clarity and confidence. It's like clarity, confidence, and connections is what we talk about. But, you know, I have people that come to me and they're like, I've been struggling to get leads. I've tried text marketing, ringless voicemail, direct mail, door knocking, cold calling, bandit signs. I've tried all these things and I still don't have a deal. And so then they're like, but I haven't tried a proactive referrals process. And so when we look back and say, okay, what is my story? What is it that I'm, because we're, we're best able to help who we used to be. Right. If I look back at my story and say, 
you know, what is part of my story that can be really helpful to people right now? And for me, like I've always grown businesses with referrals, but I have a really specific way that that helped me to get deals when I was very, very early. I had three properties under contract in my first 30 days as a real estate investor, when I'm looking around and everybody else is struggling and they're like trying to get their CRM set up with their direct, their ringless voicemails. And they're like the technology, the technology. And I was like, I don't even <laughs> use that stuff, but I have <laughs> proactive conversations that are really, really helpful. And here's what my results are. And so it solves a problem for people in a really specific way. And it's like how to get leads without having to mess with the technology, without having to spend a bunch of money on advertising, without. And so it solves a problem in a super specific way. And even if I help them, and even if my Ascension offer is something that is bigger or more broad, then the way that I'm getting them in the doors with something that's really specific. Yeah, I love that. One of my key takeaways from that in thinking about my own journey as a coach and how I'm marketing with folks is you are, you're giving them what they need, but you're also speaking to addressing what they think they want. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you've definitely spent in, from my vantage point, you've definitely spent a lot of time refining how to speak in a way that resonates with what they're needing. So I love that. That is fantastic. It was making me think like, hmm, I might be able to use that. You're listening to the coach's journey podcast. 